Hey there, my dark horse entrepreneurs and entrepreneur parents. Have you ever thought that your local pizzeria could compete with the likes of, say, Domino's? Huh? Or that you, yes, you could be the one to help make that happen. Oh, my friends, you're going to want to stick around because today we're not just pushing those boundaries. We are completely blowing them up. We are obliterating them today. They say that you should think globally and act locally. But what if I told you that's a bit outdated? What if local was just a mindset? What if local isn't really a market? What if you could turn your local hustle into a global empire, all from the comfort of your home while spending that quality time with your family? Look, if you're tired of playing small, and if you're done with being just another face in the crowd, then you're in the right place. Today, we're diving deep into virtual dinners, a strategy so revolutionary, it's like Elon Musk decided he's going to redesign your neighborhood cafe. So grab your notepads, my dark horse entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial parents, because this episode is going to be a game changer. And trust me, you do not want to miss a second of it. Hey there, audacious parents. Welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're not just about surviving, we're about thriving. If you're tuning in, you're not looking for just another feel-good, pat-on-the-back kind of show. No. You're here because you're ready to disrupt the status quo. You're ready because you're here to challenge your limits and to step out of the comfort zone where we know growth never happens. This is not just your average, let's all be happy with our nine to five lives kind of podcast. We're here to give you actionable strategies. We're here to dive deep into the world of side hustles, digital marketing, and smart income boosting tactics. Why you may ask? Because we're designed for parents like you, parents juggling family expenses, childcare, and the elusive me time. We're not just about making money though, we're about designing a life, a life that you dictate, not one that's been prepackaged in a soul-sucking nine-to-five box. So if you're ready to break free and design a life that aligns with your dreams, design a life that aligns with your family, you're in the white place. The Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. All right, my dark horse entrepreneurs and entrepreneur parents, you're still with me then. That means you're ready for some serious paradigm shifting. So let's cut to the chase, shall we? First off, let's forget networking events, shall we? They're dead. You heard me. D-E-A-D. Dead. Those awkward mixers full of stale hors d'oeuvres and forced conversations. So a relic of the past. I know I've been to lots of them. What's replacing them? Well, I think virtual dinners, my friends, are the new frontier. Now, I can almost hear you in my ear right this very second. Virtual dinners? Really? Yeah, really. Because today, we're just not going to scratch the surface. We are out there mining for gold. And we're going to dive into the nitty-gritty of virtual dinners, how to host them, how to monetize them, and how to make them your secret weapon in the battle for financial freedom and free up your family time. <laughs> so if you've ever fantasized about turning your side hustle into a full-blown empire, or perhaps you're a local business owner looking to break through those geographical walls and barriers that have been out there for you so far, this episode will be your blueprint. We're talking actionable insights, real-world case studies, and yes, a challenge that could change your life. So are you in or are you out? 
because we're about to disrupt the status quo. And trust me, you're going to want to be on this train. Let's get down to brass tacks, shall we? You're here because you're not content with the status quo. You're here because you, my friend, are a dark horse entrepreneur or parentpreneur. And dark horses, they don't follow, my friend. Mm -mm, No, they lead. So let me hit you with this. If you think local businesses cannot go global, you, my friend, are living in the past. That's right, the past. P-A-S-T, the world has changed, and it's time for your mindset to shift on this topic as well. Like I said, we're talking virtual dinners, and in virtual dinners, let's get it straight here, they are not your grandma's Tupperware party, or in my case, your mother's Tupperware party. These are revolutionary. Let's imagine for a moment hosting a dinner where your guests aren't just from around your neighborhood. They're not just from two doors down, maybe a a block away. No, no, these folks are from another state, another country, from around the world. Imagine showcasing your products, your services, or that of a client to a global audience, all while enjoying a curated meal or a complete experience. That, my friend, is the power of a virtual dinner. You're still skeptical? All right, all right. Well, let me share a little case study that might blow your mind. Blow up right here. Let's talk about Sarah. Sarah is a local artisanal cheese maker. Yeah, here in Wisconsin. Now, she was struggling to move beyond the usual farmer markets and the local delis. And she was doing okay in those. Don't get me wrong. She made a pretty good living in the farmer markets and the local delis. But then she hosted a virtual cheese tasting dinner. She sent out tasting kits to all the participants around the country and even a few international guests. And guess what the result was? Her customer base tripled. And now she's shipping her cheeses worldwide. Sarah turned her local hustle into a global venture, all thanks to a virtual dinner. And guess what? If Sarah can do it, You can too. So can your local bakery. So can your friend's yoga studio. So can your cousin's craft brewery. You just got to get a little creative here. Now, if you're ready to expand your horizons and maybe break through some of those glass ceilings, hold on because we are just getting started. The Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Now, we are what, six minutes into this and you're still with me? That means you're ready to disrupt the game. So let's get straight into it. First off, listen up. Physical events, well, I'm gonna gonna say a controversial phrase here. They're for amateurs. I know I've done them. I I was an event planner for a number of years. The pros these days are going virtual, or at least they're adding virtual to the menu. Yeah, you heard me. If you're still still clinging into in-person only events, you're missing out on a whole world of opportunities. Let's get into the nitty gritty, shall we? Hosting a virtual dinner that'll have people talking for weeks starts with your tech setup. Yeah, trust me. You don't want to be that guy or that gal whose event was a disaster because of a poor internet connection. First and foremost, let's invest in a reliable internet connection. If you don't want an invested one, move the broadcast of your virtual event to somewhere or someone you know has that reliable connection. And I'm what I mean here is about 50 BPS, you know, megabits per second download and 10 Mbps upload. 
So 50 download and 10 upload. That's that's pretty fast, okay? And it, you're going to want to run a speed test a few hours before the event to make sure you're good to go. If you're still on dial-up, like I mentioned earlier, you can come on and join me in the 21st century, my friend. All right? So either have it or move the broadcasting of your event to a space that does. Okay? Rental space, whatever it may be. Next, let's talk about your camera. Okay? Your laptop's built-in camera might do the trick, but if you want to elevate your experience, I would consider investing in an external HD cam. Uh, good lighting, also key. You can see some of the lighting I've got going on here. You want your guests to see you clearly and whatever else you're going to be presenting clearly. Remember, you're not in the witness protection program. It's okay to let them see you clearly. Now, let's talk platform. You got Zoom. You got Skype. Those are the usual suspects, but there are other options like Microsoft Teams or even specialized platforms like Hopin. Okay, choose the one that's user friendly and offers the features like breakout rooms, screen sharing, and good audio quality. Right? Choose the one that works for you. When I say user friendly, because you're the one going to be going to be the one at the keyboard. Now, let me give you a pro tip right here. Run a tech rehearsal. Yeah. Test everything. Test your PowerPoint if you're going to use one. Test your equipment you're going to be using outside the tech, right? Then test your internet speed again. Tracy, I already tested it. Test it one more time. Test your camera. Test the lighting. And test any platform functionalities that you are going to use. Invite a friend or family member to join at the other end of your broadcast and give you feedback. What are they seeing? Does, is the camera too close? Is it too far? Can they hear you? How's your mic set up? Do you need a lavalier? Do you have, how are you doing that? How's the lighting? Is my forehead, my ball head too shiny? Whatever it is that's going on, get all the feedback you can during these initial tests. Because the last thing that you want to discover is that your mic isn't working when you're live. They're that your camera is too far away and they can't see what you're trying to show them. So let's sum this up. The setup of your virtual dinner starts with a rock solid tech setup, right? We talked about it, internet connection, testing all the functionalities, whatever it might be. And here's the thing, do me a favor. Don't cut any corners right here. The smoother the tech, the more memorable the experience. Now, look, I'm not saying you need a gaming system, right? I've seen them, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. You don't need that. But you do need more than just Joe Schmo. You know what I'm saying? Now, the next thing on our list here is the menu. Ah, that's right. This guy is the star of the show, the menu. And if you're a restaurant, then it's this is your time to shine. You could showcase your signature dishes. Maybe even you give a cooking demo to make it more interactive. But what if you're not in the food business? Well, this is where the fun begins. Let's say, for example, you're a local bookstore. How about pairing each book discussion with a themed cocktail? Are you discussing a mystery novel? Then let's serve up the whodunit whiskey sour. Or maybe you're diving into some sci-fi, yeah? How about the Martian Martini? You could do like the example I gave in last week's episode and bring in a local author and discuss their book as well as other books inside the same genre. Or you could have, for example, a do you want to be an author dinner? Look, the key here is the ideas 
are endless. Let, let me give you some more. Perhaps you're a fitness coach. You could pair different workout segments with healthy smoothies or energy boosting snacks. Imagine doing a HIT session, H-I-I-T. Imagine doing a HIT session and then enjoying a power protein smoothie all together. Right? Not only do they get the workout and know how to do it, but they just learned how to create that power protein smoothie. Huh? It's not just the workout. It's an experience. It's like this live version of the P90X program. Who remembers those? Okay, good. <laughs> all right. Let's not forget all of my artisans, artists, creators, and crafters out there. Hosting a virtual party could mean guiding your guests through creating their own piece of art. Perhaps while enjoying a glass of fine wine. I don't drink, but I might attend that. You could call it, I don't know, Brushes and Bordeaux. The possibilities end. Maybe you're into throwing clay pottery and you all get on your wheels together. You can give them some tips and techniques, right? Roundabout pottery. I, I don't know what it is. I, that one just popped into my head. So the key is here. You want to get your creative juices flowing, dark horse entrepreneurs and my preneur parents out there. This is your stage. This is the stage that you're going to set for the business that you offer this service to. And the menu is your script. Please, let's make it a blockbuster. Now, while we're doing this, we have to talk pitfalls, right? I don't want you to go in and go, hey, everything's going to be great. No, no, no. All right. We've talked about the glitz and the glamour, but let's get real for a second. Even the best virtual dinners could could turn into a complete dumpster fire if you're not careful. And I'm not just talking about playing with matches. No, no, no. But let's talk pitfalls here. First up, the classic. Don't be that host who forgets to unmute. Not only is it awkward, but it's completely unprofessional. And it kills the vibe faster than you can say, can you hear me now? All right. Next, screen sharing. All right, we talked a little bit about this, about testing features. This, my friends, is Virtual Dinners 101, all right? If you're showcasing a presentation or a video, please make sure you know how to share your screen. And please, for the love of all things holy, close all those embarrassing tabs that you won't be using during the presentation. No one needs to see your 10 ways to lose belly fat research, whether you were doing it for the, for the presentation or doing it for yourself. And here's one I see people miss quite often, time management. Yeah, yeah, I can feel you. You're, you're chuckling, right? How many times have we been on some presentation where someone goes away over time? Look, you have a schedule, stick to it. Nothing screams amateur hour like an event that just drags on and on and on and on. Here's what you want to do. Have an outline, maybe set it off to the side, off camera. That's okay. Share it with everyone and then use a timer or have a co-host give you time cues. Huh? This takes practice, but the, the key to keeping it right is keeping it tight. And last but not least, the dreaded tech issues that we mentioned earlier. Internet lag, camera malfunctions, or software crashes can completely ruin your event. That's why you should always, always, always run a mock event like I shared with you just a little bit ago with a friend or family member to iron out all those kinks, testing your internet speed, checking your camera, checking your mic, and making sure that your platform is stable. Remember, my friends, the devil is in the details. A smooth event is a successful event. So do your homework, run those tests, and be prepared for anything. Heck, even go so far as maybe having a backup 
laptop on the side or have a co-host over on the side, maybe helping you in the chat. And if something, God forbid, should happen and you go down in the middle of the presentation, they could pick up the slack and keep the momentum, keep the excitement, keep everybody engaged while you fix whatever's going on on your end. And let me give you a pro tip here. Record the event. Not only does this allow you to create additional content, but it also lets you review and refine your approach for future events. And, oh, did I mention replays? You see, when you record these events, they become great upsells that you do not have to do anything extra for. Yeah? Okay. So, there you have it. A quick step-by-step -step guide to hosting a virtual event that will put you your business or whatever business you're out there to help on the map, literally as well as figuratively. If you think this is all fluff, wait until you hear how you can monetize all this, which I'm just about to share with you. So you're ready to turn your local hustle into a global sensation? All right, then do not go anywhere because we're still just scratching the surface. The Dark Horse, the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. All right, now, We've laid the groundwork, maybe even shattered some myths, maybe even navigated the pitfalls. Now, let's talk about that elephant in the room. Money. Right? It's probably the goal. It's what we're here for, and there's nothing wrong with it. Here's the deal. If you're not offering virtual dinners as a service, whether you're a local business owner or a marketing company, you are leaving money on the table, my friend. There. I said it. This isn't just a fun idea. It's a complete revenue stream all by itself. Now, first, let's talk uh, market research, shall we? The obvious candidates, restaurants. Hmm? But what about the gyms? Maybe they're offering fitness feasts or the bookstores like we talked about earlier. How about some literary luncheons? I think the market is ripe for the picking across the board, yeah? But let's get down to the nitty gritty of pricing and packages, yeah. Look, this isn't charity work. You're in this for the win-win. Let's create a win-win business model. You're providing value and you should be compensated for it. But you might be asking, well, how do I structure the pricing to appeal to different types of clients? All right, I've got your back. Let's break it down. First off, let's talk about easy peasy, the basic package. This is your entry level offering, right? It includes the virtual setup, pre-event consultation, and basic event management. Think of this as virtual dinner light. Maybe it's what you call it. It's perfect for businesses that are just kind of dipping their toe into the virtual event space, and they're not ready to commit to a full-blown extravaganza just yet. Okay? Next up, the premium package. This is where you start adding a few additional bells and whistles. Maybe it includes a custom design and virtual background. Maybe it includes a, a curated playlist. Maybe you even help them bring in a guest speaker or a performer, whatever it may be. This is for the businesses that want to make a splash, but they're still not quite ready for the full-on red carpet treatment. All right? Now, then we have the pièce de résistance. Mwah! All right? the Platinum Package. This is the full-on, no-holds-barred VIP experience. We're talking celebrity guests, which we'll be talking about more in next week's episode, renowned chefs, interactive activities, and maybe even a virtual goodie bag. This is for businesses that want to create a buzz. This is for businesses that want to make headlines and truly stand out. The key here, my friends, 
is flexibility. Offer add-ons like additional marketing services, post-event analytics, or even professionally edited video of the event. Huh? An upsell. There you go. Let clients mix and match to create the perfect package that suits their needs and their budget. That whole a la carte thing. You can build preformed packages and offer a discount if you did. This one, here's the price, which would be a lower price than if they picked each one of the pieces that are inside that package as an a la carte. Then you offer a la carte services eh, as independent pieces that they could add on and plug in and, and, and unplug. So there you have it. A tiered pricing model that caters to not only different needs, but different budgets. And all at the same time, ensuring that you as the marketer are adequately compensated for your expertise and your effort. Remember, you're not just selling an event. No, 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 no. You're selling an experiences and experiences have value as well as becoming revenue streams to the bottom line. The Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Now, all right, so we've gone through some the, the step-by-step plan. We've gone through uh, how to avoid some of the pitfalls. We've gone through pricing and packaging. What do we need now? Metrics. Metrics for success. Let's pivot to something that is often overlooked, but my friends, is absolutely crucial. Metrics for success. So you've hosted the event. You have even wowed your audience. How do you know if it was actually successful? How do you measure ROI? Ah, great question. Let's dig in, shall we? First up is the obvious one, the attendee numbers. It's simple math. I get it. The more people that you have attending, the wider your reach. But don't just look at the raw numbers. It's like a podcast, right? You could have a thousand downloads, but if they never come back, who cares? You have to consider the quality of the attendees. Are those people that attended ones that fit your target demographic? Are they the decision makers for their household or their organizations? Hmm? Quantity is good. Don't get me wrong. But quality, ah, quality is king. People, I just told someone earlier this week while they were asking me about uh, downloads for a podcast. I told them I would rather have 20 dedicated, engaged listeners to this podcast than a thousand that just kind of, eh, whatever. You see? Because, as we're going to talk about next, engagement levels matter. Are people actively participating or are they just passive observers? You could use interactive polls, Q&A sessions, and even, this could be an add-on, post-event surveys to gauge engagement. Ah, right? Gauge engagement. Say that three times fast. This could perhaps, like I just mentioned, be an add-on that you offer because an engaged audience is far more likely to convert. And that brings us to the most important metric of all, conversion rates. This, my friend, is the holy grail. Ah, Did the attendees turn into customers? Did they sign up for a newsletter? Did they purchase a product? Did they purchase a book? Did they get a consultation? This is the ultimate KPI. This is the one that tells you if your virtual dinner was a charming soiree or forgettable gathering. Mm, But let's not forget those long-term metrics. Are these new customers becoming repeat customers? Mm? Are they referring others into the business? You see, the success of a virtual dinner 
isn't just about the immediate aftermath. It's not about that immediate cash flow day. No, no. It's about building a sustainable relationship that pays dividends long term, all the way down the line. All right. So there you have it. Metrics for success. And we're not just talking about vanity metrics here. Like I mentioned about the downloads. We're talking about meaningful engagement and tangible results. So if you're not measuring, you're playing a guessing game. And in the world of business, guessing don't pay the bills. <laughs> All right. And I, and I think another thing not to forget here is let's not forget those client testimonials. Real stories, my friends. They pack a punch. I remember helping a local bakery host a dessert and discuss virtual dinner. It, they not only sold out their event, but they also gained three long-term catering contracts. Talk about the power of this service. I'm telling you. So thinking about it. Yeah. You want to make this your side hustle? Are you ready to turn this concept into cash? Okay, because my friends, this train is about to leave the station and you do not want to be left behind. We're about ready to throw down a challenge that could kickstart your journey into the world of virtual dinners. You ready? The Dark Horse, the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. All right, so we've covered a really a lot of ground today in about 26 minutes, but I want to leave you with something that might shake you up, might rattle your cage a little bit, so to speak. You ready? All right, here it is. If you're not disrupting, you're conforming. So I have to ask you, I have got to ask you, are you a disruptor or are you a conformist? Think about it. Hold on. Before you, before the words come out of your mouth, think about it. The world does not need more of the same. Mm -mm, they've got plenty of them out there. We don't need another Diet Coke. We don't need another Uncola. It doesn't need more people playing it safe. It doesn't need more people sticking to the same script. It doesn't need more people doing what's already been done day in and day out. If you do that, you're a commodity and you're going to be competing on price. No, I think what the world really needs is disruptors. It needs people who are willing to shake things up to people that are willing to change the norms and people that are willing to bring something new to the table, be it a marketing table or just a creative table. Virtual dinners, my friend, are just one example of something new that you could bring to the table. They are a disruption to the traditional ways that we think about events, to the traditional ways that we think about marketing, to the traditional ways that we think about building a community. So what are you doing in your life? What are you doing in your business? What are you doing to be a disruptor? Let me add to that. Are you content with the status quo? Are you actually seeking ways to innovate? Are you actually seeking ways to improve? Are you actually seeking ways to make a real impact? Because let me tell you, disruptors are the ones I think who are truly going to leave a legacy. They're the ones that are going to change the game. Think about the disruptors that have come across in your lifetime, a Steve Jobs, an Elon Musk. The names go on and on and on. So here's what I want you to do. As you go through your week, I'm going to challenge you to disrupt. I want you to disrupt your thinking. I'm going to challenge you to disrupt your actions. I'm going to challenge you, most importantly, to disrupt your limitations. I challenge you to be the dark horse entrepreneur and parent that you were born to be. All right. Phew. We're nearing the end of this game-changing episode. 
as we all know, the end of one thing is the beginning of another. So, what's next for you? Are you ready to turn your local hustle into a a global empire. I've asked this a couple of times. I want you to think about this because let me tell you, virtual dinners can be your ticket into the big leagues. And I've got a challenge that could kickstart this journey. Here it is. Host your own virtual dinner within the next month. At the time this comes out, it's going to be September 18th, 2023. By October 18th, 2023, I want you to host your own virtual dinner. Yep, you heard me. One month. Plan it, host it, and then come back to me and share the results. Let's see who's really committed to disrupting the status quo. And I will add a prize for anyone that's willing to try. Just tell me that you tried it, right? And I'm going to give a special gift to the one that gets the best results. But here's the thing. Let's not just do it for the potential revenue. Let's not just do it for the networking opportunities. Do it, my friends, to prove to yourself that you can. Do it to show your kids what it means to be a dark horse entrepreneur, to be an entrepreneurial parent. Do it to leave your legacy. So here's a question. Are you in or are you out? Are you a talker or are you a doer? The choice is yours. But remember, fortune favors the bold. You've heard it many, many times. And if you are a doer looking for more help and, and more details, go ahead. You, I'll happily help you. Reach out to me, Tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. Send me an email. And in the header, put help me with my virtual dinner. Let's chat. I'm not even saying I'll charge you for it. I'm just saying, let's chat. Now, if you thought today's episode was a bit of a game changer, just wait until you hear what we've got lined up for next week. We're pulling back the curtain on something that most people out there believe is reserved only for the Hollywood elite. And I'm talking about celebrity endorsements. Yeah, you heard me right, right? I mentioned it on the last episode, but we're not just talking about how to get them. We're going to dive into how to turn that star power into a lucrative service for local businesses. You could do this by itself as a standalone option or You could combine it with your virtual dinners. Imagine walking into a local boutique and offering them a marketing package that includes an endorsement from a well-known influencer or celebrity. Yeah. And, and then also being able to offer them this virtual dinner experience. Now you've got that one, two punch. Sounds impossible. Well, trust me, it's not. We're going to dive into how to make it happen. So mark your calendars, set your reminders, do whatever it is that you need to do to make sure you do not miss next week's episode. It is going to be epic. But before I let you go, do you know what kind of entrepreneur you are? This is the last question I probably have for you today. I have grouped people into what I call the four types of entrepreneurs. Want to know which one that you are? And how to best move yourself forward on your entrepreneurial journey? If so, then you're going to want to take the ultimate parentpreneur audit. This is how you're going to unlock your entrepreneurial potential. And to do that, all you need to do is go to darkhorseschooling.com backslash audit. A-U-D-I-T. Right? Go there. Take the little quiz. It's a short quiz. And you will get your answers now. Until next time, keep disrupting keep innovating, and keep being the dark horse entrepreneur parent you were born to be. Think successfully and take action. 
Hey, my Dark Horse Entrepreneur parents, thanks for tuning in. If this episode struck a chord, share it with a fellow parent hustler. Let's grow our tribe that thrives, not just survives. For more insights and a community that totally gets it, join our Facebook group at www.darkhorseschooling.com backslash tribe. Think successfully and take action.